Welcome to the High Vibe as Fuck podcast. I'm your host, Bree, mentor, energy healer, energetic money, and business coach. I am obsessed with helping you heal on an emotional, mental, and spiritual level so you can break free from the crap holding you back and embody your potent high vibe as fuck energy. In this podcast, I teach you the energetic principles, tools, and resources you need to massively up-level your life, business, bank account, relationships, and really anything your heart desires. My intention with this podcast is that you walk away with a deep knowing and inner fire that you can be, do, and have anything your heart desires. You are here for a reason. You are here to live in your purpose. For ways to work with me, visit highvibeteaching.com and follow me on Instagram. Now let's get into the show. I'm back, beautiful people. I am so excited for this podcast episode because I am sharing some pretty personal story times about my personal healing journey with my feminine energy and in correlation to my marriage. Now, if you're new here, hi, my name is Brie. I was an elementary school teacher. Now I'm a full-time entrepreneur running my coaching business, my healing business, and helping people heal to transform their lives and experience abundance on a whole new level. And if you haven't already, follow me on Instagram to stay up to date on all the super fun programs, activities, and all the fun stuff that I launch all the time so you can get to experience what it is like to do healing work, energetic work, and to reintroduce yourself to who you actually are. And before we really dive into this podcast episode, I'm hoping the audio is okay. I have been messing with the audio week after week after week. It is not my strong suit, but like I would tell my clients, it doesn't need to be perfect. Everything is perfect as it should be. The message is still getting through and your ideal clients, your ideal customers, the people you are here to help is not looking for your perfection. You are already perfect the way you are. And anyways, perfectionism is a huge energy leak in terms of our feminine embodiment. And yeah, you just don't need to be doing that. And that's why I don't, I do not live in perfectionism tendencies anymore. It literally just slows us down. Now I don't really have a script today. I'm just going to go off of whatever wants to come through in this story time is going to come through. And before we dive in, I want to make sure that you have the proper background knowledge on what feminine energy is and why it is important. So I am going to direct you to a couple podcast episodes that I recently recorded so you fully understand what it is that I'm talking about because I can probably guarantee that 98% of you have never been taught any of this information, but you are here to learn. A huge part of my coaching practice is actually teaching the information because my clients I empower them to do this work on their own. Like I am a guide, I am a tool, but ultimately I want my clients to walk away from working with me feeling empowered and educated. Educated is the key word here. So if you're new to feminine energy, new to my podcast, new to even hearing me and you're like, okay, I need to learn more about this. Here are a couple podcast episodes to help you. 
episode 105, balancing your feminine and masculine energy to create more money and abundance in your life and business. That is a perfect podcast episode to really get you started to understand the difference between the masculine and the feminine that we both embody. And if we are not intentionally aligning to this perfect balance of this yin and yang, this perfect balance of 50-50, or you could even say 100-100% perfect balance, then an alignment, then we are going to be out of balance and therefore experiencing symptoms that are signaling, signaling to us that, hey, we need to balance our feminine, we need to balance our masculine, we should be living life more at peace, full of passion, ease, flow, all that good energy. Episode 87. This is an oldie, but a goodie. This is how to unlock your feminine energy. I recorded this over a year ago, and I also share some more personal experiences and examples of how I healed my feminine energy going way back in a past life. And especially a lot of shame I held around self-pleasuring myself as a child. So if you want to learn more about that fun story, you can go to episode 87. And the last podcast episode I'm going to direct you towards is episode 115. And this is the episode directly before this one. Um, and this is the nine warning signs that are or symptoms that are warning you that you are out of balance in your feminine and you need to heal it ASAP. And if you're just like, okay, I don't even know what the heck healing is. I don't know what energy work is. Go through my podcast archive. Just go through the list. Just read the titles and listen to the podcast episodes that feel good to you. My whole intention with this podcast is not only to ignite and spark your inner passion and fire, but it's also for you to be educated because if you are new here or not, I always talk about in my programs, the pyramid of change, the pyramid of education, like how we actually learn as humans is through embodiment work. It's not just regurgitating information like, you know, what school does. School is very outdated. I practice um, with my clients the embodiment piece, which is if you can explain this information to your child, to your sister, your brother, your husband, your own audience in your own business, then you are at 90% mastery right there. That is it. Where on the other hand, school wants us to memorize information, read, sit in a lecture. That is less than 20% of how we actually gain information and learn the information. Most of it comes from discussion and teaching others. So I hold very, uh, what is it? I make sure my teachings are top notch, especially, I mean, you will know, especially if you do any of my programs, all of them are bomb and at the highest standard. Now, the reason why I wanted to share this story time is for a couple reasons. And my main intention with this story time is first of all, healing your feminine energy just brings you closer to yourself. I do not want you to think that you are broken. You are not a broken person. Pay attention to where you are feeling like there's something wrong with you. You are odd, weird, imperfect. You aren't good at blank, blank, and blank. Pay attention to where you are holding these limiting beliefs around yourself. That is you being out of balance in your feminine. And healing your feminine energy just brings you closer to yourself. And what that means is, 
as we grow and develop as women. And keep in mind, this podcast episode is also great for men because men need to heal and align their feminine energy as well. So what I mean when I say that healing your feminine energy just brings you closer to who you are. What I mean is I want you to visualize or picture like yourself And I want you to picture like layers upon layers. I mean, you can say an onion. So picture, picture an onion around you. I mean, when you peel an onion, right, you peel layers off an onion. That's what healing does. Healing just peels the outer layer that is crusty, dusty. And I always say the crap that's holding you back because it is holding you back. All of these layers that are crusty and dusty and old, they need to be thrown away. They need to be cleared and they need to be healed, healed, thrown away. So you are able to stand in your power because what has happened is you were born and you have been conditioned through your family, through your parents, through your culture, through society, through movies and music, all of this information, it's all information. It has conditioned you to believe that you need to look a certain way, you need to act a certain way, you need to be a certain way in order to be a woman or in order to be a man. And that is part of the healing work. The healing work is identifying, does this actually serve me? Is this really the woman I want to be? Is this really the man I want to be? Like, who's telling me I need to do this? Who is telling me? Where did I get this idea from? And I will say it is so extremely interesting, especially when I taught in a fifth grade classroom, how many kids act so similar to one another. And it's because they, or they say the same things and they say the same slang and they wear the same clothes. I'm not saying all the kids, but a majority of them were wearing the same things and acting the same. And as I observed them, I noticed what they were watching at home. I noticed what they were watching on their phones. I noticed that they were on TikTok. Like I noticed that they were subscribing to a certain identity of what it is, what it means to be a woman, what it means to be a man, what it means to be a young teenager, right? I mean, I fell under these um, conditions. Absolutely, we all have, but this, the point of this work is for you to identify what it is that you want you, not your mom, not your dad, not your sister, not society, not college, not your, you know, like the political party that you subscribe under, not what the, I don't TV says, not what, what movies say, but what do you say? What do you believe it means to be a mother, to be a woman, to be a male, to be a father, to be a wife, to be a best friend. What does it mean to you? And you know, what I do in my work is I am just a facilitator. I'm a guide. I educate you on all these different pieces and I give you the tools for you to self-identify yourself. And I just believe if we really just cared about what we think, what feels good to us and really start to question, is this my belief or is this a belief that I was taught, that I was conditioned to believe? then we would all be so better off if we just worried about ourselves instead of just looking externally for validation. We would just be on such a better freaking timeline, but we're getting there. This is part of the work too. So there's absolutely nothing wrong with you though. Even though you've been conditioned to believe X, Y, and Z, and I'm going to talk more about it in my story, 
there's still nothing wrong with you. You are perfect as you are. You are worthy as you are. You are worthy just because you are alive. You are worthy for being this. You are worthy to heal. You are worthy to step into your power. You are worthy to stand in your light, stand in your ground, and to create a beautiful life of your dreams. You are 1,000 million percent worthy. And one of the deepest wounds we have as women and people in general is that we are not worthy of living a life that we desire. We are not worthy because of what happened to us in the past or the mistakes that we made or what we were born into or what we look like. But that is the biggest piece of layer that needs to be removed, that needs to be cleared, that needs to be healed. That is a belief. And that belief of thinking you are unworthy because X, that is going to hold you back for the rest of your life until you heal that root. And that's what this feminine energy healing and talk is all about. There's absolutely nothing wrong with you. You are perfect as you are. And healing creates the space for you to shine without the crap weighing you down. So you are able to shine your true expression of who you actually are at the very core of who you are. Like it's like really allowing your personality to flow through and shine and not care about people's judgments and projections, not care about people pleasing, not care about other people per se, and just really focusing and concentrating on you, loving yourself so deeply that you understand that you taking care of yourself in this way actually helps the entire collective. You taking care of yourself and healing your feminine energy is the most selfless thing you can do. Because what happens is when you heal yourself, you become more available to help others. You become more full You have this overpouring of energy that you are doing for others from love, not for love. What happens is if we are living our lives from a state of unworthiness, unhealed feminine energy, we are doing things for love. I am going to say yes to this person um, wanting me to work extra hours because I want them to like me. I want them to feel like I'm a good worker. I want them to give me a raise. That is seeking external validation instead of saying, I'm not feeling like 100% lit up saying yes to this opportunity. I am going to choose to say no. And that makes me feel so powerful. One more little picture I want to give you so you can fully understand what happens when you heal and decide to shift and decide to change your story. Okay, so now I want you to visualize a hot air balloon. Now, when the hot air balloon's on the floor, what's weighing it down? Sandbags. In order for the hot air balloon to elevate upward, to raise, right, to float away, to fly higher, to lift off the ground, you need to remove the sandbags. That is what healing does. That is what clearing does. Energy work does. Energy work takes those sandbags that are weighing you down, clearing it off, taking it off of you, taking it off your freaking energetic body, weighing you down, making you heavy and sluggish and tired and weak and in a victim mindset and helpless. It takes you from that state of being. We heal the sandbags off of you, right? Healing, clearing it, sending away with love, grateful for it all. And what happens is you become lighter. You are able to hold more love. You are able to be at a place of receiving love. Okay, if you have a lot of sandbags weighing you down, there's no way you're going to be able to receive love. I'm just letting you know. 
receiving is a huge part of feminine embodiment. And I'll talk more about in this podcast episode, but when you heal the crap, that's no longer serving you. That's weighing you down. Like you heal the people pleasing, you heal, you heal the poor boundaries, you heal the self-sabotage behavior, you heal the negative self-talk. You then allow in the opposite to be your reality. So you have the strong boundaries. You no longer people please. You're able to serve from a place of full embodiment, like cup overfilling. You are able to give from love. It's like so easy and effortless for you to provide for your family on an emotional level, on a mental level. You're nervous system is regulated. You don't freak out over little things. You are a strong role model for everyone around you. You are a strong wife, strong friend. You are empowered. You are like a force of freaking nature. And it all starts with healing, healing the things that are no longer serving you. So you can elevate like the hot air balloon. You can raise your frequency to hold more. And this is the biggest like hack, I guess it's not even a hack. It's really a truth. If you want to be a business owner, especially if you want to do one-on-one coaching, I meet with teachers all the time who want to get into coaching or teaching like I do. I consider coaching and teaching to be very similar. But if you are someone who wants to hold clients and hold this business or even create digital courses and digital products, you have to learn how to hold your feminine power because that is what magnetizes people to you. Your clients are going to be magnetized to you because of this energy that you are embodying. You could probably feel it with me now, right? I have people sign with me because they feel my energy. And it's because I hold this embodiment of what it means for my feminine essence to be grounded and what it means for me and what it feels good to me. And if you are not experiencing the success that you desire in your life or your business, or I know there's a lot of teachers that listen to this podcast, if you are feeling burnt out, it is because you need to heal your feminine energy. It is the most strongest magnet. It is like, just listen to the past episodes that I mentioned earlier, because it is like needed. You need to understand this information to fully grasp the power that you help, that you hold within yourself. You have it in you. You just have to say yes to an opportunity to heal. Hello, beautiful people. I'm just popping in to share with you my brand new program that I am so excited to launch. My brand new Wealthy Woman Activation, a live healing program designed to heal your feminine energy and essence and unleash the wealthy woman within you. If you suffer from perfectionism, weak boundaries, self-doubt, people-pleasing, then the Wealthy Woman Activation was made for you. The Wealthy Woman Activation is for anyone who wants to discover the power of womanhood. It's for the women who want to grow into the most confident and healed version of themselves. Benefits include living in a state of peace, attracting the right relationships, and recovering from past traumas. The truth is, femininity is already within you. You simply just need to decide you deserve to be the woman you desire to be. To learn more about the Wealthy Woman Activation Program, check out the link down below. It's time to unlock your wealth codes and step into your power. All right, let's get started on the story time with how I was pretty much forced to heal my feminine energy in order to save my marriage. And like I said before, 
I'm just going to speak and talk and I want this to feel like we are just sitting in the same room together and I'm just sharing my story. I'm sharing my experience with you. So it first started when I went into teaching. Now, my first day of teaching, it was back to school night. I was standing in front of the room and in that second when back to school night happened, it was before the first day, I felt a complete misalignment. It was a hard, like, this is way not what you're supposed to be doing. It was like my nervous system crashed and everything became a blur. I was so extremely drained after the, I don't know, hour, two hours talking to parents that after the back to school night, I just went home and slept. Next day, first day of school, same thing completely drained, out of alignment, went home and slept, didn't talk to anyone. It was very strange for me. I'm used to sharing a lot. I'm used to talking a lot. I love like being around people. So that was very, uh, that was a really interesting symptom and sign that something was off. Now, as time continued in my teaching field, I started to feel really insecure. I started to really feel like awkward in a way I was around other teachers and it was so strange because I've had a lot of really interesting teaching experience. Like the people I worked with in the education field were not some of the most high vibe people I've ever met. And it was like, I was reading their energy. Like I, I could feel their judgments about me and I'm like, okay, what is all this? I don't understand what's going on. So it got to the point where I was questioning my leadership skills. I was questioning my work as a teacher, as an educator. I was questioning my intelligence. I was looking so far outside myself for acceptance of I'm doing a good job teaching. My boss likes me. I'm going to get rehired in this position. Um, I was really doling myself down for others to like me. I wasn't speaking my voice. I wasn't sharing a lot. I just felt so weak, like weak in my power. And after I was pretty much fired from my first teaching job because of my YouTube channel, this was a huge awakening for me to step into my power, like point blank period. But this was really only the beginning. <laughs> so fast forward after my first year of teaching, um, I, I mean, I knew I wasn't coming back. It was like Memorial Day. Last day of school was after Memorial Day. My husband proposed to me, my now husband, and it came from a total surprise. I did not think he was going to propose. He mentioned before how he didn't really like believe in marriage or he just didn't understand marriage. And I was always very vocal that I wanted to be married. This is why I'm dating you. I'm not just dating you to date you. I'm dating you to build a future with you. I don't know if that's like everyone does that. I've always held that intention when I was dating and et cetera. When my husband proposed to me, it it was like a timeline shift. I wasn't expecting it. It was so out of nowhere. Like I was so happy. I just was not expecting it. And what happened was this was a huge indicator. Like this really freaking spiraled things to the next level. So what happened was I called a family member and shared the news that I was engaged. I got engaged and this family member was just not happy for me. Um, lots of self projections and it really dampened my experience with my engagement. Like it really dampened the whole experience because, you know, 
you call people like you say, I'm engaged. Like I wasn't expecting it. Right. You want to share the experience. And when I shared the experience with this family member, it was just honestly, like really soul crushing. So that put a huge like blur around my engagement. So this is like that sandbag, a sandbag was placed Um, and I'm a hot air balloon. So it made me heavy. It made me upset. It made me pretty like sad, right? I was projected upon and I didn't understand the difference. I didn't have firm boundaries. I didn't understand the energetics behind projection and being an empath and being a sensitive person and being able to read the thoughts and energy from other people. This was a huge indication for me when I first got into teaching, I was able to read people's projections about me. I was able to sense what they thought about me. And what happened was I would hold on to those projections as truth. I would look on the outside, right? I had parents judging me, other teachers judging me, people on the internet judging me, right? I was holding on to those projections as truth and it was limiting my self-worth. It was making me heavy, slow, draggish or druggish or what the hell am I saying? It was making me heavy. I wasn't standing in my light. I was like a giant sandbag. And I also want to really talk about this point here. So... Me and my husband got married in 2021 and in 2020 was when I really started to heal my feminine energy, feminine energy. I remember August, 2020, the moment I learned about feminine energy, I was like, Oh shoot. And the moment I learned about it, I went to a family party and I just felt like I was illuminating. Like I felt I was just like magnetizing people to me, conversations, like beautiful conversations, beautiful experiences. I got ready. I felt so good. And a really huge symptom I was experiencing during this time when I was teaching, I mean, this is years one through five. This happened the whole time of my teaching um, career was I was waking up in the morning and not feeling enlightened or inspired to get ready. I wasn't feeling lit up. I was not enjoying getting ready in the morning and putting on my makeup. I loved doing that all the way up until I became a teacher. I remember it's so funny in high school, I would have absolutely zero problem waking up at 5am to do my hair and makeup and go to school and like live my life. I had zero. Uh, I mean, I granted, I did not enjoy high school. Like, I'm sorry, that was not a highlight of my life, but I had no problem getting ready and being presentable and taking care of myself in that way. But when I started teaching my clothes, didn't, it was like, I was wearing like baggy, nasty, like, like just not my vibe of clothes at all. I wasn't doing my hair. I was like groggy. And that is a symptom that my feminine was off. So in 2021, I decided to do this deep healing work in 2020. I started to learn about the feminine energy and 2021, I started to do the deep, deep work around healing my feminine energy. I did a program and it completely altered my life. Like it shifted my life. And if I did not heal my feminine energy, I did it all the way up to my wedding, like deep healing work with a mentor and a coach. There's no way I would have experienced the wedding the way I did. So my wedding was very beautiful. Um, I had a lot of lessons within my wedding. Like for example, um, I had to really stand firm in my boundaries of, yeah, mom and dad, mostly mother, 
I am not going to be having a religious officiant at our wedding. Sorry, but that's not what we want. That doesn't make sense to us. Me and my husband don't go to church. Um, and we don't like, that's not us. That's not us. And you know, had zero like that. I didn't feel bad about that at all because I healed my feminine. I could have easily allowed people to manipulate my decision with my wedding. Right. But no, also during this time, I had a person in my wedding party, just (laughs) like lied to my face. And just so you know, if you don't know me, I, I am very forgiving person. Um, my best friend, Margaret shout out, like we had a, I'm going to get her on the podcast eventually, but we had like a falling out for a couple years and we got back together, like full force. Like I, it's so easy for me to forgive people. It's been like that my whole life. I'm very like forgiving, but when you lie to my face and you try to like, tell me that like, no, 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 you can't lie to my face that's part of being intuitive and like being in my power is I know when you're lying to me, you can't lie to my face and it's just not going to fly. So I had someone close to me in my wedding party, lie to my face and like lie to me about my husband. And I was like, nah, cut peace. Um, yeah, it was a beautiful lesson and I wouldn't have been able to stand grounded and hold that power. Like If I was not grounded in my feminine, if I didn't heal in this point in time, I would have allowed someone outside myself dictate me and my husband's relationship in a certain type of way. And it's not going to freaking happen. It's not going to happen. Also, there is absolutely no way I would have been able to fully receive all of the love on my wedding day, my bachelorette party, my bridal shower, like all of these key moments in my life um, during this time period, there's absolutely no way I would have been able to receive all of the love because guarantee you, especially if you've never done any type of healing work around your feminine, you do not know how to receive. You have this idea that you need to be doing everything on your own and asking help is weak and you want to be a bad bitch and being a bad bitch means that you do everything on your own and you just fuck men and men fucking suck and they don't know anything and men are the problem. Men are the problem to all of my issues. Okay, I mean, can you sense that I'm just being like facetious? That's, that is genuinely how I used to think. And that is because I was conditioned to think that way. But anyways, I healed this these pieces of myself. And I just really enjoyed my wedding. I was fully in receiving mode and it was so beautiful and great. Um, I remember during this time too, I was living in my home in Southern California and we would have like a lot of parties and have a lot of people over. And you know how weird it was in 2020, like after everything happened, like, and we started to meet with groups again after we were isolated, then we got to go back together and like intertwine and mingle. It was so interesting because I was catching myself being a perfectionist around, are people having a good time? Is everything good? Like, is everything perfect? Like, ew, no, gross. Nah, I love hosting people. I love having people over. I love like making food. I love serving drinks. I love communicating. Like I love being a host. It's one of my favorite things that I like love to do. And what the hell? It's not being a good host if you're worrying about other people. Like, no, you worry about your energy being the host. You worry about like yourself. 
And it was just so funny just thinking about that now, how much I freaking cared about other people's like not. This is the thing. When you heal your feminine, you understand that it is not your responsibility how other people feel. That is not your responsibility. Your only responsibility is to tap in and feel how you feel. Heal yourself. Take care of yourself. So yeah, I had a beautiful wedding, fully received, bridal shower, fully received. Like it was so nice. Like it was so nice to just be showered showered with love and showered with just compliments and actually receiving the love that people were sending me. Now, this is going to be a very big point in my story. So I was conditioned to believe, and I know this to be true, and I know this because I've done all this healing work of when I was growing up, I loved cooking for my family and I loved like providing in that way. I loved taking care of my house. Um, my parents worked full time. So I was like home and, you know, no one was really home to take care of the house. So like I would do it cause it made me feel better. It was like fresh and light and nice. And I realized after me and my husband were married and we moved to Vegas and I genuinely believed that I was going to be a full time working mom and that my husband was going to stay home with our kids. So That was my plan the whole time. Got a master's degree, was making pretty good money as a teacher, only working like 190 days-ish, you know? And I woke up October 2022, a year ago, and I was pretty much like slapped in the face with my intuition of like, something is wrong. You have not felt happy in four plus years. You have not felt ignited to live your life. Every day feels like a drag. You're wearing frumpy clothes. You're not doing your hair anymore. Your makeup, like I was going to work without makeup and that's okay if that is your truth. But my truth is I like to put makeup on. It's a form of self-expression for me. I've been wearing makeup since middle school. It's like my form of creativity. I love matching my eyeshadow with my outfit. Like it's a thing. It's fun. I love doing my hair. Like I love getting myself ready. And I was not feeling lit up at all with life. I wasn't feeling lit up in my business. I was feeling so lost, discouraged, and confused. I had zero to no sex drive. Um, And I'm married at this point. Like, hello, I want to have kids. I want to be a great mother. And I was pretty much just slapped in the face waking up one morning in October that you need to leave teaching. This isn't for you. And I kept, I kept feeling the niggles within me, the niggles, like the little, um, like little, your intuition, like trying to speak to you. Those are little niggles. Uh, (laughs) I just had an alignment call where the one-on-one card was trust the niggle. So that's why I'm going to use the word niggle. (laughs) But I knew I was out of alignment. Like I wasn't turned on at all with life. And before I became a teacher, I was completely turned on with life. I had all these goals and aspirations and dreams. And then once I got into the teaching field and once I decided I wanted to be a stay at home or no, once I decided I wanted to work full time and be a bad bitch and make all this money and like be a baller and like, you know, I had to really question myself of, is this really what I want? And it's so interesting. My, my husband, he grew up with a stay at home mom and both of his sisters are pretty much stay at home moms. And I used to be like, 
Why would you ever want to be a stay-at-home mom? Hello. Okay. I'm being honest here and like being vulnerable and I know you won't judge me, right? We're all neutral. It's just an experience. So I was experiencing the, why would anyone want to be a stay-at-home mom? Like, why would you want to do that? I, I could never. And then I was realizing how controlling I was being in my life. I was controlling of like, listen, holding a business like the way I hold of this healing business and like this education business and how I run a business I learned that the more controlling I am the less results I experience and once I fully just released all this expectation of you know you have to have a business you have to post this much you have to send this many emails out you have to create this content you need to be on reels and tiktok and all these freaking things it's like no that's not absolutely true at all That's just one variation, but that's not my truth. And again, healing is bringing you back to your version of truth. So yeah, being very controlling to my husband and not being emotionally available for him either because I'm being completely drained with teaching. Um, I had to make a choice. I had to make a choice of deciding to leave teaching and kind of start over. Um, I was... I'll, I'll probably talk about this more later on, but I was having a lot of like visions and dreams about being a mother. And I knew I would not be the mother that I desired to be working full time. My mom did that. My mom was not emotionally available for me because she worked too much and she was drained, like so stressed out, so drained. She would come home and zone out. Like she was not available emotionally for me um, growing up. And I mean, that leads me on my own inner healing journey, but, um, I didn't want to live that life. I didn't want my children to live in that life. And I decided to break the cycle. So I told my husband, I no longer want to teach and keep in mind. Um, my husband was just like, not really working. I mean, he's a veteran, so he was going to school. He was trying to figure his stuff out, but I, up to this point for the past six years of our relationship, I told him, I want to work. You take care of the kids. And the question is, where did I get that idea from? Hmm. Do you, can you relate to that? Can you relate to taking care of yourself and taking care of kids and taking care of the house and doing it all by yourself? Where did that come from? Who taught me that? Who told me that was a good idea? Maybe the same people who told me going to college was my only way to success, right? I don't know. We'll leave that open. So told my husband that, yep, I I actually want to stay home. I want to stay home, run my business. I want you to provide and make the money. So it was a huge shift in energy. And what came with that was being able to hold the space for my husband to step into his king energy, for my husband to step into his masculine empowerment, but also holding that feminine. So it's been such a beautiful, um, journey with my husband and I, with myself balancing my feminine energy and healing it. And also like being vulnerable, right? Being vulnerable to express to my husband, this is not what I want anymore. This is actually what I want. And also, um, when I healed my feminine energy, I healed so much what it means to be a woman, like so much. Um, maybe this is a little, no, it's not. It's not TMI. I don't care. 
I have never experienced such good intimacy with my husband until I fully expressed my feminine energy, until I healed, until I did the embodiment practices that I teach my clients. Like now it's like, I know how to actually reach an O and to use that energy to like boost so much of my goals and manifestations into play. Um, it's just been such a beautiful experience and journey. And recently, literally a couple days ago, my family, as in my husband and I, our family that like we're building, right. We experienced some really like life altering, shifting news around my husband's job that he is now getting. Um, it was a wild ride of information, but I was so much in my feminine. So I want you to, I want you to get a little sense of this. So my husband was told some like medical information about his like genetics, I guess. Basically my husband, my husband's colorblind and we were planning for my husband to work a specific type of job. Like he was doing all of this work to get this job, we got the notification he was going to be getting this job. And literally a week later, they told us you're disqualified because of your, your colorblind. And it took us by storm. Um, my husband really, it was like one of those experiences where your partner just completely falls. Um, and then the other end, the other partner, me had to hold the space for not only my husband to experience the deepest depths of disappointment that he could feel, um, hold that space for him to experience it, but also holding that space of non-judgment and holding that space of my husband to experience the grieving of what we thought our lives were going to be and how he was going to provide for our family and the man that he was like stepping towards to have that, um, you know, shift and altered and ripped out from under him, holding that space for him to experience all the ebbs and flows of evolution. I mean, to me, that's evolving, right? Um, so allowing him to be in his depressive states without holding judgment, without getting angry at him, without getting upset. And the most important part that I learned through this experience and really honoring and holding my feminine energy and knowing that my feminine energy is strong is that I was not taking his projections as personal. Like what he was experiencing during that time, it was very low, 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 but I wasn't attaching myself to the projections of what he was feeling. I wasn't taking it personal. I wasn't taking it personal. And through this whole weekend, I mean, now we're coming out of the end of it. Like, you know, people need time to digest information, right? So we're coming out of the end of it. My husband's accepting of it. We're recalibrating our game plan and, you know, we're setting up new pieces, but we're also understanding how divine it is, right? Like my husband was born with this. He, it's not like you can't do anything about that. So me being able to hold my husband in such a vulnerable space, that is the perfect description and example I can give for this powerful work. Like, and especially when you have children, I can only imagine you being able to hold the space for your children to experience all of life's emotions without intruding, without 
judging, without um, controlling. Controlling was a huge symptom I had to heal and shift. The control over, over my husband, even the control over his belief systems, the control of this is what we're going to do at this age. I'm going to have kids at this age. I mean, even the whole journey of becoming a parent, you can't control that. There are things in this life and world that you can't control. I would say you can control... 100% of how you show up, but you are in a co-creative process uh, with the universe and understanding that co-creative process and just totally releasing the need to control has been the thing that has healed my marriage. I know for sure if I stayed in teaching and I didn't heal my feminine energy and I did not do the work that I needed to do that would ultimately give the space for my husband to do his work for my husband to feel safe enough around me that he can do his healing work as well. That's fucking powerful. And I just see how so many women are just stuck, stuck in this like abusive relationship with themselves. I'm not pretty enough. I'm not good enough. I'm not smart enough. I don't look like this person on TV. I want to look like this Instagram reel. Like, no, no. (laughs) Part of the feminine is that it gets so fucking dark. But then on the other side is it's so fucking magical. And healing your feminine energy is like that perfect example of without dark, there is no light because there is something called the dark feminine and the dark feminine is very controlling and it's manipulative and it's after the wrong things, very dense. And there have been times 100,000% that I've been in my dark feminine and it was out of, it was out of survival. It was out of me thinking this is how I had to be in order to survive. But no, now guess what? I just fucking flow. I flow. My husband takes care of me. He takes care of me on an emotional level, mental level, physical level, and spiritual level. He takes care of me sexually. He takes care of me in so many aspects of our relationship that I have no problem surrendering to him. It is this beautiful balance of surrender, but also holding strength for your partner and the people in your life to experience their own human journey to experience their own growth and not taking things fucking personally. I think that's the biggest like thing. I used to be such victim. I used to be such like, oh, I can't do these things because of X, Y, and Z. Oh, I'm such a bad person because of the way I look. Oh, like society's telling me that I'm blank, so I must be blank. Oh, in order to be a strong woman, I need to work full time and climb the corporate ladder and like work, work, work. No, No, that's not my truth. So the biggest embodiment I have done up to this point that healed my marriage was listening to that intuition, listening to my intuition, telling me, okay, you're interested in this because it's for you. Keep going down the path. Keep healing. Keep surrendering. Keep being vulnerable. Because on the other end of that is a power that is very difficult to explain. And it's something that you must feel. You must feel your feminine inner power to fully conceptualize what it is to be a woman. 
and to be a woman in this time and space. You know what I'm saying? And guess what? I don't believe there's any right or wrong way to be a woman or a male, whatever, but I do believe it's divine to you. It's what you say it is. But if you are going off of what other people are telling you, is that really your belief system? Is that really your truth? And embodying your feminine energy is all about grounding into your truth and knowing that it is the best for everyone involved. When you are in your power, you are actually serving the whole collective. You are serving your family. You are serving your children, your students, your coworkers, your community. Like when you are grounded on fire and in your power, you are unfuck with a bull. You are so powerful that like energy speaks louder than words. That is why when someone, you know, comes up to you and they're literally lying to your face, you can sense it that energy speaks louder than words. And sometimes we have to take leaps of faith in order to really experience the gifts that are on the other side. So, yep, I left teaching full-time. Yep, I listened to that intuition. Yep, I did all of the work and I continue to do the work and I continue to grow and heal. And we're never fully healed. That's not part of being human. But it's all experience, And it is such a beautiful life when you have the tools and the resources you need to be in your empowered feminine, that it is like indescribable. So thank you so much for listening to this podcast episode. I hope it ignited something within you to stand in your power, to do the healing work. Um, I have a couple options. If you are interested in healing your energy, I have, or your feminine energy, I have a one-on-one package available. And then I also have the wealthy woman activation and that's a program like a group program. So if you need help with any of this, just reach out to me by email. We can direct you to the program that is right for you. Um, because again, when you heal your feminine energy, you are healing lineages of conditioning that has been cast upon your family line, your society, your community. Like how many times have you heard, oh, you're from like this type of background. Like you can only amount to this. That's not true. And healing your feminine energy is actually paving the path for others to follow through. It's like stepping into your leadership, um, that we all need at this time and place on this planet. So thank you so much for listening. Please let me know how you like this podcast, share it to someone who you think would find this helpful and leave a review. Thank you so much. And I will catch you in the next episode. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you absolutely loved what you heard today, please make sure to leave a review on iTunes so I can keep the good stuff coming your way. Come tap into the extra motivation and inspiration over on Instagram or on my website at highvibeteaching.com. I am obsessed with your dedication to uplevel your life and I can't wait to connect with you again. Until then, go out and create your high vibe as fuck life.